0: The Jonesy Demanda Show, as we know it, started in the aftermath of the 2004 tsunami in Phuket.
1: An undersea earthquake sent enormous waves. Since then, we've been here as your constant while the world changed. Social media. Climate change. History.
0: For Barack Obama. Royal
1: wedding. The iPhone. COVID-19. Black Lives Matter. What a day for love from equality.
0: Like a sentinel, we have watched over the world since 2005.
1: And thanks to a detailed set of diaries that Jonesy has kept...
0: Well, they're kind of detailed, but we do have a Time traveler's podcast of a highly successful radio show. Highly successful? Meh! <laughs> a podcast of a moderately successful radio show. Alright, well, let's begin, shall we? Well, Eddie, well, well, well. 2006 continues.
1: You've got a better memory than me. What do you remember from 2006?
0: Uh, Britney Spears filed for divorce from KFED. Remember that? Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie had their first biological
1: child. Remember that. They went to Namibia or something. Namibia. Because they wanted to go somewhere to be away from prying eyes because the whole world was fascinated when they got together. And here they were. These two genetic freaks Yep having having a baby.
0: Who's the kid? What's what's the kid's Shiloh. name? Shiloh. Shiloh. That's
1: how old's he now? She. She. Shiloh? Well, <laughs> if it was two thousand and six yeah. would be f- 50, 16. Six, 50, 16, 50, 16 years old. 16. And I've seen photos of her recently. Through the years, she's been mm. a bit of a tomboy. Yep. Uh, I saw photos of her recently. She looks like her mother. Yep. Absolutely Any of, any of Brad's looks in them? Yeah, well, you know, the, as I said, they could just sell their DNA and who wouldn't want to buy it?
0: Yeah, exactly. Remember that time I interviewed her? We went along to that movie.
1: Uh, what, what was that movie she did about the, the guy? Mm. And uh, I uh, was unwell during the screening. You, I'll give you a background to that. We were asked to dress in formal wear to sit and watch a movie. Not mm-hmm. very comfy. I had some spanks on. I had a bit of indigestion and but it just just didn't feel right. And so I'll tell my side of the story then you tell your side of the story. I have no other side than you had to leave. Well, yeah, I just didn't feel right. So, halfway through the movie, I started to get all sweaty. And normally, I'm quite stoic with those things. I'll put up with stuff. I just thought, I'm just going to go home. I just don't feel right. And when I went home, I said to Harley, "I I really don't feel well." And not long before that, I had done a charity night with the Victor Chang Foundation, and I knew that when women had a heart attack, it wasn't like in the movies as it is for men. You don't necessarily get shooting pain down your arm. Yeah. You don't clutch your chest. For some women, they have symptoms of feeling fluey. It could be an indigestion feeling, a sore back. And I, I said to Harley, I think I just might go up to the hospital and get checked. So we went up to the hospital. I was in overnight. And then I woke up the next morning and this was the mistake I made. I answered the phone to you. And so on, on air the next day... Well,
0: I was I was abreast of your situation throughout yeah. the night. And
1: then on air the next day, you I, on the show, I was chatting to you saying, I'm just in for observation, blah, blah, blah. Then I see a scroll on the television saying that I'd had a medical emergency and was in hospital. Mm-hmm. I thought, well, I'd better phone my dad and tell him that I'm just having some tests. Yeah. And then when I went to leave the hospital, it had become this huge deal. It was very overwhelming. And the hospital said, the press are outside. Do you want to talk to anyone? And I said, can I just go home? So we, I had to find a quiet way, exit from the hospital to be able to just go. Yeah. And it was it like became, a Michael
0: Jackson situation. It
1: became a massive, massive deal. And I'm very, I realise now, and I knew then, it's very nice that people cared that much. Yeah. But it was overwhelming. Yeah. And not, and not correct, and it stopped me in a way saying, well, I wanted to say, if If you're ever concerned, go and get tested. But it had made the experience for me terrifying. It's
0: better to be concerned about than not. Remember when I had my bike accident, no one gave a rats. Well, in the end... Not even my wife... I was in a hospital (laughs) up in Newcastle with a broken back and a shoulder. Not one peep out of anyone. So it's better to have people to be concerned than not. That's true. And
1: let me wrap it up. All was well. All was okay. Every single doctor said you did the right thing. Remember I found out I had a hole in my heart. I didn't even know that.
0: And uh, when I interviewed Angelina Jolie by herself about the movie.
1: Because I was supposed to interview her with you the next day. She
0: asked about your well-being. So Angelina Jolie cared. When I came off my bike she didn't call
1: me. But it's funny. People said they remembered seeing me being put into an ambulance. That had never happened. I got an Uber.
0: <laughs> Are you sure, though? Because you always get confused with Ubers
1: you me- know, whenever you get your Uber. <laughs> it had a nice bright light <laughs> seen, on it. I've seen you get in the back of a garbage truck. <laughs> I'm just flicking through your diary here in February 2006. Mm-hmm. Oh, remember this? The Wolfman Jack thing. In the paper it says Wolfman Revival because remember here, the Night Show was hosted by Wolfman Jack.
0: The long-dead DJ, uh, for anyone that doesn't remember Wolfman Jack, this is what he used to do. Killed on the Wolfman Jack Show, just you know I care and I want you to know that I aware. Oh. That is- so anyway, that was him. So he died many, many years ago. Many, so that was many. a
1: show that was just syndicated from America then?
0: Yeah, and so what they did, they ran old tapes of Wolfman Jack at night so they didn't have to pay him. So if I remember right, we got sent an invitation to something.
1: As as did Wolfman Jack.
0: To go to an opening night of something or other. Yeah. What does it say in the paper? It
1: says here. WSFM's unorthodox decision to bring Wolfman Jack back to life is causing a little confusion in the public relations world. The Cracker Comedy Festival sent Wolfman Jack an invitation to one of its functions, obviously not realising the man's been dead since 1994. (laughs) Old shows of the famous American GJ were being rebroadcast on WSFM four nights a week. It was an opportunity too good to miss for WS Breakfast host Brendan Jones who adopted Wolfman Jack's gravelly accent and rang the PR person to accept. Remember the girl? She was, okay, yeah, yeah, that, okay. Let, 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 let's
0: roll pilot. So, so you were brie of the- Hello. Hello, it's the Wolfman. I'm just reading up to RSVP for the night.
1: And what's your name? Wolfman Jack
0: from the Wolfman Jack Show.
1: Okay, and will you be bringing anyone? I'm going
0: to bring my friend along as well, the big O. I'm going to bring Elvis Presley as well.
1: Well, it says here that you asked to bring <laughs> along a couple of friends, Janis Joplin and the big O. <laughs> the PR person didn't know that would be, uh, the PR person didn't think that would be a problem and asked how to spell their names.
0: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, It's good to see that uh, Idiot Millennials were still around in 2006.
1: <laughs> we did a couple of big interviews that year. Yeah. Not all of them enjoyable. Remember how we were looking forward to talking to Harrison Ford? What was the film he was promoting? What I do remember is he was looking a little bit old, but he was still pretending to be an action hero. This wasn't one of the Indiana Jones franchise. No. And so when he was... It was called Firewall or something like that? Yeah, something like that. Mm. So much for a firewall, when he pretended to tumble through a window, you could pretty much see the plastic of the window break as he went through, you know, he... He may as well just be landing on cushions. We have different
0: impressions because I thought he was, I, I think the interview uh, came was across. It terrible. It came across uh, as he was aloof. But I think in the interview I found that he was engaged. with so I think no, he enjoyed. No,
1: he was bored as. You know how he could tell? He brought a book in with him. No, but he, and he, he had the his book finger out. Yeah, but he had his finger in place in the book as if we were interrupting his reading. Yeah. And so he was so dismissive and he had <laughs> armpit stains, remember? Had oh, yeah, had okay. picked stains yeah, and he put the book down and went, It was, yes. it was summer. And then, so we interviewed him he went, oh, come on. He, uh, no, uh. he wasn't
0: He wasn't like Heath Ledger peeling fruit or Mick Hucknall. I remember once interviewing Mick Hucknall at the very start of the interview he said, is this going to take long? And I said, mm. well, do you not want to do this? So then that started off quite hostile. I think Harrison just came in with a book. He's quite shy, his, I think. He's shy but he enjoyed because we were talking about uh, his love of flying and then we went down a whole path of John Denver and the homemade aircraft, airplane.
1: This was before, remember before he landed, what happened a few years oh, ago? He smashed
0: his old warbird.
1: Smashed a plane and another time missed the landing strip yeah. completely. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. it was before that. Yeah, But they've just made
0: another Indiana Giants.
1: But I think he's probably allowed to be oldish.
0: But, like, oldish, he's like eighty now. Mm. What's he going to start digging up himself as a, <laughs> as a relic? <laughs> You know, like I, I understand I, I would like to be doing this when I'm 80 only because what else are going to do? you just die otherwise.
1: We interviewed Jennifer Aniston. She was a great interview. She was fantastic. What was the movie? The
0: Breakup with it was the, Vince Vaughn. With Vince Vaughn. And I, I remember I asked her the question, I said, you doing a movie about breakups, is that like Oliver Reed doing a movie about alcoholism? And there was this pause. And you know when you think you've gone too far? And she just looked at me and she just laughed. And I thought, Phew. I just instantly loved her. I think she's
1: fantastic. She was the loveliest person. She was so you nice. You made observations about her legs, if I remember. She only shaved half her legs, just the bottom half, old school. But the top half had hardly any hair.
0: No, no, fine. Like, she's not like a big Nana muskuri type <laughs> hair thing. No, but... She had she her, her her thighs. She had a downy, a soft downy mm. hair, and they were very tanned thighs. No. I, and
1: you wonder why I get uncomfortable well, in these interviews. No, but with I wasn't you. being a
0: perv because uh, the way
1: soft downy thighs. The
0: way we we're sitting, because we had our knees touching each other. She there's a little table in the middle, and Jennifer's knees are there. Your knees are there. <laughs> my knees are there. <laughs> so. I know it's, it sounds worse than what it is.
1: Could we mention here the photograph we have on the wall? where a, a photograph of you and Jennifer Hawkins I and me. It's probably don't. from the same year, I reckon. 2006, no, yeah, wouldn't it have been? Could be. No,
0: it was 2005.
1: Well, and this is you thinking you're not being creepy. I wasn't I being creepy. I remember she walked in here and she had a top on and a little jacket over the top and the top was quite... It had little cutouts in it. It's a nice top. And you said, that's a nice top. And she pulled the jacket over and you said, don't cover up. <laughs> Awkward. And then terrible. I, I did you not. You did so. It was I verified by other that. people in the room. No, it was not. And we recently have found the photo that was taken at the time. <laughs> yeah. You have an arm around me, <laughs> an arm around Jennifer, and the leering look on your face. You may I was doing well it
0: as a joke. You, oh, come I
1: on. said, here I am with the shielders You may as well have had a sponge under your chin to (laughs) soak up the drool.
0: That's not the case. That is not the case. And I I expect an apology because you are retrospectively shaming me. The
1: photo (laughs) is hilarious and we will produce that.
0: While you're listening to this podcast. It'll be on our... I don't know. We'll put it up there. But I'm just saying this. I did that... (laughs) that
1: You didn't do that face to As a joke. No, you didn't.
0: As a joke. Because you know what... Let me me speak. (laughs) Let me defend my good nature and my good name. Secondly, I said... Don't cover up,"
1: I said. "Don't cover it up. It's a great top." No, you didn't. You said I didn't don't say cover don't cover up.
0: up like an old creep.
1: And then the producer showed us the photo afterwards. He'd folded <laughs> it over into kind of like a, like a, you know, the gatefold or whatever it is. And he said, <laughs> "Here's Jen looking great." And he showed the side eyes on. There's Amanda. And then he opened. it. We saw Jones in the middle.
0: <laughs> it was. I was it being was, ironic. You were I did not. it as a joke. It was such a joke. It was anyway. Such a so
1: joke. when you say Jennifer Aniston had Downy thighs but I wasn't oh. being creepy, I can only imagine. I
0: can't help that I'm... I'm Obs- Observant of legs. I'm observant of these things. I just observe stuff, that's all. Also, what about this? Do you remember we had a boss here that wanted to put together, because the Rolling Stones were coming to town in 2006, and he wanted to put together... A Rolling Stones band with exactly the same guys of similar age and same names.
1: Can I say, I think that was my idea. Was that your idea? I think it might have been.
0: Because I think you would just said it as a joke though, didn't you? And then all of a sudden we had this boss who was a real can-do sort of go-getting yeah.
1: boss. Well, we'd sit here for hours after the show and come up and ask to come up with promotional ideas. Yeah. And other stations have their own promotional departments and we're going, oh, okay. And I think I came yep. up with that.
0: Well, the, the, this particular boss, Rob, he came over from Two Day FM. And he was our boss in 2006. So when you just were wool gathering, and what he didn't know about you, you have crazy ideas all the time, like poo your pants for cash. That and we, wasn't crazy. And we all sit there and say, oh, that's good, Amanda, but, you know, we're probably not going to do it.
1: Eat an ant a day. What about that one?
0: <laughs> what about a lick-a-dick-a-day? <laughs> Remember you came up with lick a a day We did that one. We did that one. Lick-a-dick-a-day. Or was that just your private, <laughs> that was your, for your own time? <laughs> But, the, but we
1: ended up with a thing called the Strolling Bones. The
0: Strolling Bones. So we got uh, a Mick who was exactly the same age as Mick Jagger at the time, a Ron, a Keith and a Charlie. And put them all together. Oh, right,
1: Charlie. Yeah. And they were the loveliest, loveliest men. Lovely fellas. And we had them, and they were all musicians. We asked yep. them to be musicians. Yeah, oh, they, yeah, but they were dreadful. Yeah, but they, you know, they weren't professional musicians. No, we, and we trained them to play. Yeah. We <laughs> made them sound like monkeys. <laughs> well, we trained them to play and they sat did. on top of an organ. And it was. It that was, was a, another competition of mine. And we. And, and, <laughs> and we had them perform down at the key
0: At Circular key. And it was amazing because there was about there was like five thousand people. Yes, there.
1: and they performed on stage, and they were shit ass. Well, they weren't
0: that. Oh, they bad. were so bad. They weren't. And that the only bad. song they did was um, "Satisfaction." I don't know. I was at the shops. They only learnt. <laughs> they only learnt one song, and then we went to Pancakes of the Rocks afterwards for a big
1: pancake feed. <laughs> <laughs> so remind me again of Licka Dicka Day. <laughs> How does it work? <laughs>
0: You get a dick. Oh, stop. And <laughs> Next time, what happens to our two heroes? <laughs> Find out when we continue our podcast of our deep dive into our lives.
1: We'll see you then. Goodbye. For more Jonesy and Amanda podcast, download the free iHeartRadio
0: app.